All right, y'all. This is Jake from the future. I'm editing the podcast right now, and I noticed there was some audio issues. We are very sorry. Uh, with the holidays coming up, we just don't have time to reshoot the podcast. We want to get you an episode. I saved it as much as I could, but bear with us. We got it all figured out. Next week, we should be back to regular old Lights Comics action audio. So as of right now, let's get into episode seven, y'all. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to Collective Comics. This is the Lights Comics Action Podcast, episode number six. Seven. 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 Wow. We've, we've officially done enough episodes to forget what episode we're on. Officially. It's technically eight. Oh, we're not seven. doing this. We're not doing this. But that is that is crazy, guys. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's episode seven. I am joined by the homie Jake here. I'm the homie Jake. How you doing, man? I'm I'm all right, man. I'm tired, bro. You're tired. Yeah. yeah, I'm tired. Everybody's tired. It's getting to that time of year where everybody's just getting a little tired, you know. <laughs> Doing a lot of Christmas shopping and everything. It's coming up. It's coming up. As well as collecting. Collecting is a big one for me right now, man. I I uh, we went to the comic book shop and I've read all the comics I picked up yesterday. It just it just happens. These things happen. Yeah. You probably stayed up all night doing it, right? Well, I was doing other things, and then I was waiting. You know, there's a lot of downtime <laughs> to editing and uh, waiting for your computer to just do what it needs to do, you know? So I would, uh, I was running two uploads at once most of the night last night. So I'd edit a video. I'm like, all right, this one's exporting. This one's uploading. I really can't do anything else right now. Yeah. So I'm just like, comic. I'm like, oh, that one's done. That one's done. Upload, upload, blah, blah, blah. Comic. I'm like, <laughs> I've read everything I bought today. <laughs> right? You're like, oh, boy. Yeah. Now I got to go back, you know? Yeah. That's the whole thing. That's the whole point, kind of, but I feel like. It's it's weird for me because I've never really read at all, really. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Books, I just couldn't make it through books, and I would... I, we've talked about it before. I'd make it through a comic here and there, but I was so like hesitant to even buy comics because, like, I just didn't want to keep buying stuff and not reading. I buy. It. I'm like, oh, this book sounds really good. It looks really good. The cover's really cool. I'm going to read this book. Bookshelf. Right. <laughs> and they're still I mean? sitting there. Yeah, <laughs> you know? know. Now they're in a box somewhere, probably. Totally. Or, um, but yeah, I mean, I guess that goes into like what we're talking about today. We're just talking comics 101, like comic collecting 101. Just because with me having that mindset, like I wasn't buying comics, I wasn't buying books, I wasn't buying all the other various things that we're talking about today, you know? Yeah. We're going to be going over some keywords and different things of that nature, mm -hmm. um, kind of teaching new collectors kind of what to look out for and what they might even be interested in collecting, you know, even getting down to storing comics and, and grading comics and things of that nature. And that's, uh, I mean, I got the idea last night because I was on a Gem Mint video. Uh, you know, through all this, I've been watching Gem Mint videos and, you know, seeing all kinds of cool stuff that I can't afford. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, uh, he was, I didn't even know what an omnibus was before, you know, I learned from Gem Mint what an omnibus was. And I was like, oh, those are cool. And then I'm like, Looking at it myself, I'm like, I kind of want one. Like, I read the whole King and Black thing. He opened a King and Black one. I was like, I need that. 
(laughs) All of a sudden, you're like, oh, boy, I need something that I didn't even know there was or existed. But then I was on his channel, and I saw a proper the proper way to open an omnibus. I was like, there's a way to open an omnibus? Like, if I would have bought one before seeing this video, I would have just been like... (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) You know, we all know the sound. (laughs) Shout out Jem Mint, man. His videos are fun to watch. I like his content, and he's definitely like we talk here on the podcast. We talk when we're going to the shop. You talk in the shop. We talk about a lot of this stuff a lot of time. But um, he's definitely helped me as well through a lot of this journey, getting into comics, and you know, you know, you see it on. On the set here, we buy like little pops and action figures and stuff, but he takes it to a whole nother level. And yeah, I love seeing some of those statues he cracks open. So, uh, if you haven't checked out Gem Mint, definitely check out Gem yeah. Mint. Gem Mint is has a great channel over there. Oh, yeah, he's redoing his whole set right now, and it's looking really cool. Check him out on Instagram, you can really see some of this stuff on Instagram. He's a little bit more personal, not personal on there, you know, what I'm saying? Yeah. he's pretty personal, but um. I mean, he shares that cool content over there. He also just seems to do exactly what he wants to do. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. This is what he wants to open. This is what he wants to collect. You know, everybody on YouTube plays the game a little bit, but, you know, some people play it a lot more than I feel like he does. Right. I I respect that because, you know, he just seems to be himself. Yeah. Yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just Jim. Like, you get, you get, like, weird characters of people on internet, on the internet, and you'd think they're real, but. You know, he yeah. he seems. I could be wrong, right? Yeah, yeah, true. You know, but prove I, me I, wrong, Jim. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But he, he seems like a really cool dude, really mm-hmm. awesome, and I appreciate his content because it it teaches me things like this. Yep. And then, you know, just realizing that there's a specific way to open a book, and I didn't know it. I'm like, there's probably a lot of things that I don't know, right? And if ever and if anybody's watching our channel, we're just throwing these words around. And they might not know the words, so like, that's what I want to get into. Like, you can teach me, well, also we us teaching them, yeah, like little yeah. keywords, little things to look for. And uh, I mean, that's that's my thing. That's because yeah. it can kind of be, you know, if you, I've been kind of doing it and around it a little bit since I was a little bit younger, mm-hmm. and I kind of fell out of it a little bit, and then I'm, you know, back into it, and I, you know, but all all that stuff I kind of learned when I was a little bit younger, um, and I I guess like. Coming into it now, if you know nothing, mm-hmm. it can be very confusing and very, very overwhelming. Um, just getting all these terms thrown at you. And and when you see a book that you've been looking for, but then they're like, well, this is the virgin variant or this is a, a one in 100 variant. Yeah. You're like, what does that mean at, at some point? You know what I'm saying? There's there's one point in that when you're going to find out, you know, very quickly how drastic Things can change. Yeah, or like a book, especially with like the popularity of the movies and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like you're watching a bunch of Marvel movies. You love Iron Man. You go to you go to a store, a comic shop store, whatever store. You end up finding something, and you're looking at the shelf, and it says first appearance of Iron Man, three dollars. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're like, oh, I love Iron Man. You know, I I never bought a comic before, but I have the first appearance of Iron Man. This has to be a cool book. But do and, you? you know, those are the things yeah. that we want to get into because, um, like, I'm a person, I've said before, like, the art really drew me into, it draws me into cards, it draws me into um, v- comics, uh, 
anime, cartoon. Yeah. Like, I'm a huge art dude, a huge visual dude. So, like, that's kind of how I've always just kind of collected the comics over the years. I'm like, I just happen to see a comic that covers super dope. I'm going to buy it and throw right. it throw it in a box somewhere. Or, you know, yeah. throw it on a shelf somewhere. Exactly. Hang it on my wall, frame it, whatever. Exactly. Like, Collect it. Right. And store it. You know, because there's uh, a proper way to do those things. But, like, doing that, like, I don't need to know about any of, like, the keywords that we're talking about. Like, mm-hmm. I, knew great, I knew grading was floating around, but I never knew anything about it. Um, uh, this, this, uh, this King in Black here was a prime example of that. You know, if I would have seen a video like this, I probably could have went in with a little bit better idea of what I was looking at. But you texted me on yeah. that one, and and I was like, you you know, I kind of made you go back a little bit for it. not made yeah, you. Well, you, I, you wanted I, it already. I was but. already like googling. Mm-hmm. I'm like, let me let me hit up Javier, and I was like talking to my wife, and you know, she doesn't know a lot about it either. You know, she she's the same way as I am. Yeah, the mm-hmm. cover's cool. The the movie's cool. But, but is it worth two hundred dollars right. or something like that? Because I was even like, when I first saw it, I'm like, if that's under a hundred bucks, I want it just because it's cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And it it wasn't under a hundred bucks, so I left the store. So mm-hmm. and then I'm just like googling. I'm like, I've never like seen something like that. Like. Yeah, especially when you're when you're looking at a comic book that's forty pages, it's paper. You know, um, people like to say there's a, a saying going around right. It, it's expensive paper. Yeah. You know, and that's exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, And you don't know entirely what you're looking at, especially when it's in a slab. You don't know what kind of slab you're looking at. Um, And for people first looking at them, they're like, why would I ever pay that much for a piece of paper with some ink on it? Yeah. You know? And I mean, not only that, it's like, that was my introduction into virgin variants. I didn't know what virgin variants are. And then I didn't know what a yellow label was. I'm like, I've never seen a yellow one. That must be weird. I don't know why it's got a yellow one, but it's probably just a different color. You know what I mean? Yeah, not even realizing. And then on top of that, I didn't. I knew what a variant was, but I didn't know like the extent of a variant necessarily. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm like, it looks like venom. Like it's obviously a venom, but it's a girl. So why? Like I don't know this character. Like is it? Like a Gwenum, or is it, you know, right. something like that? And I'm like, well, I like all the Gwens. Like, I like Gwenpool, you know, Spider Gwen, all that stuff. But I don't know anything about this. There's nothing on the cover. Why isn't there mm-hmm. anything on the cover? I saw it said King and Black. I've never heard King and Black before. Mm. And I yeah. have a couple in that in that series. I think you have a Null one, too. Yeah, it's a, it's a Venom. I have a Venom version that I picked up um, that belongs in the King and Black. You gifted me a spider woman from mm-hmm. the king in black series that was on i don't know was that on a podcast or was that on a, i think that we i think i gave it to you on the podcast yeah, yeah that was super dope so like now i'm just starting to collect you know king and black stuff because buying that not knowing what i was doing mm-hmm. got me into a series that i didn't know about got me into like this whole thing that i didn't know about but i still wish i would have had a little bit more knowledge like going into the whole thing and that's exactly what this whole podcast is about today it's like all right what is a yellow label what is a virgin variant what is you know a, a variant mm-hmm. <laughs> what even, is a slab what even is even starting off basic and just going uh with bags and boards yeah you know and uh an lcs mm-hmm. i remember there was one point in time i think i said lcs to you and you're like, what? Yeah, what is it LCS? wasn't long ago. Yeah, <laughs> it was I, like I, two weeks ago. I think we're we're talking about something else, and and the the comic 
our, our podcast, yeah. Lights Comics Action, is LCA when we're talking yeah. about it kind of like that. So you, you kind of thought I was talking that, and I was like, it, local comic shop. Yeah. So that's like, what an LCS is. I was like, that makes so much sense. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and when I, I think there's been a few times on the channel when I'm like, oh, we're going to our LCS, you know, or, or we're heading to the LCS. You know, yeah. we've done a couple of vlogs and, mm -hmm. and a couple other podcasts and different videos here and there. Um, going to our local comic shop. Right. You know, and, you know, it's it's always a fun time, especially just supporting a local business. And, and when you have one that you enjoy going to, we go a little bit farther than we need to. There's a few shops around here, yeah. but the one that we enjoy going to, Galactic Greg's, is a little bit farther than we need to go, but yeah, we go yeah, there yeah. because we enjoy the people there, the workers are great. The shop is, you know, yeah. nice to be in. There's a couple here that are, like, super, like, claustrophobic, yeah. and I mean, it's it's really easy to get that way, you know what I mean? Just because there's so much stuff coming out all the time, mm -hmm. you know, and it one of the shops recently moved because they were just running out of space and they have they have a big like game side too so now they yeah. have a way bigger spot for that um but yeah like simple keywords like lcs like are things i didn't know about yeah. you know what i mean mm -hmm. i would grab comics wherever they were i i go into in the past i would go into these shops a lot more for like cards like pokemon mm -hmm. cards magic cards dice um and a lot of the things that we're going to talk about also translates into cards. You know, grading translates into cards. Um, the storage, yeah, mm -hmm. a lot of that stuff. So They typically have bags and boards. I don't know if they have boards, but they do have bags it's, and it's, sleeves. It's uh, it's not necessarily like a bag and board, but they have like, um, they have like a sleeve, like mm -hmm. a basic sleeve, which is like a comic book bag. But then they have like hard or plastic, which is kind of like a bag and a board all like a top together. loader. Yeah, yeah. You know exactly. that's that's exactly you know that's what we know them from comics. It's the exact same thing. Yeah, it's a it's top just a loader. little top loader. You know. So a lot of this stuff does translate over, which is you know cool because I had a little bit of knowledge coming into comics, like this much into comics. You know, like I said, yeah. I always did a little bit, but getting this deep into comics, I had a little bit of knowledge from like looking at storage options, looking at you know. Sleeves, bags, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So, the shops. Um, but I was always drawn more to the LCS, mm -hmm. more for, like, the other side of things. I would look at all the comics, and if I saw a cool one, I'd look through dollar bins, be like, oh, this cover's super dope. I can get it for a dollar. Screw it. Yeah. Or, like, uh, see, like, a random Deadpool or, you know, stuff like that. But um, as far as, like, bags and boards for comics, never even crossed my mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I know there was a point in time when I was like, "Yo, bro, you gotta, you gotta bag and board some yeah. of these," you know. Um, there, there was probably also a few over time that I took out of the bag. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Just because, like, at some of the places that I would go to, like comics were kind of an afterthought, or going through dollar bins, mm -hmm. it's an afterthought. So the bags were just destroyed. Yeah, the comic inside was still fine. But, you know, I would just be like, this is garbage. You know what I mean? And I just never put it back in a bag or board. Um, like short boxes, long boxes, never had them. Mm -hmm. When I was like, when I started, when we started this, I started just grabbing, grabbing comics. You know what I mean? Pretty soon I just have like a stack of comics on my <laughs> desk. And you're like, bro, you need to get a short box. I'm like, what's that? <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. That gets into a short box. That's just a way to, to store your comics. They got short boxes, long boxes, and... They're kind of shaped perfectly yeah. for, for comics. Um, and they're going to protect it if you need to take them anywhere. 
Um, you, you can you always want a little bit of space while you're storming. You don't want them jam-packed because that, that makes it hard to get out. Mm-hmm. You know, and you always want to kind of lift them straight up, straight up and out because you can get that spine tick in there, that dreadful spine tick that's just yeah. going to bring your comic down, depending on, you know, what type of collector you are. If, you, if you're into wanting to get them graded and preserving them and, and keeping them in as close to original condition as possible, that's, I fall a little bit more under that side of things to where I double buy books so I can have a reader copy yeah. and have one we, to put on ice. We are very different collectors. Yes. The stuff that I do with my comics, you just start going crazy. I know. Dude. <laughs> I watch you read a comic and I'm like, bro, I'm just waiting for it to rip. Like yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. I'm, I'm kind of gentle with it while I'm reading it, but I just, mm. I mean, I'm... I, I, I see you notice it a little bit more now. Yeah. For I, sure. <laughs> I buy comics more because I want to read them. Like yeah. I want, I want the cover. Like yeah. I want, and especially like talking earlier, like me never really reading and doing stuff like that in my life. Like it's almost like, uh, like a, I don't know. It's not a reward, but it's like a little memento. Like I read this, I read this, I read this, I read this. You know, yeah. and and now I'm just filling a whole box up of stuff that I've already read. You right. know, and. I feel like if my mom heard me talk about how much I'm reading, she'd be like, who are you? You're right. You're like, you're reading? Yeah. I like, you know, I, I mean, I like would, it's a comic book. I would get bad grades in high school because I refuse to read. And they're like, yeah. read two chapters tonight. I'm like, hell no. <laughs> no. Think about Deadpool? No uh, way. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, like I'll, I'll be like, I have a, I have a box of stuff that I want to read and a box of stuff that I've read slash I just want to keep for cover art. Mm-hmm. Which organization and, can be important too. Yeah, huge. Like, because before it was just like, all right, there, 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 there. And then I'm looking for a specific comic to show you a cover or variant or something. I'm like, have to go through three boxes just to find one that I bought last week. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. It's, it's just a mess. Um, but I'll just be like, I'll grab one out of the one I want to read. I'll read it. I'll tape up the bag and then I just go throw it in the the one that I've the completed box you know right yeah and I just hit the bottom <laughs> on the edge of the box <laughs> it's just like don't it's like I'm backing up a dump truck <laughs> I'm like every time I do it I'm like if Javier was here right now I'd be so disappointed oh <laughs> there's there it is the admission of guilt <laughs> it was just eating you alive so wasn't it no I'm joking <laughs> It's just so funny to me because, like, these are things I never thought of before. Mm-hmm. Like, I was, I would literally grab a comic for cover art, mm-hmm. put it on a shelf, and every every once in a while when I rearrange my shelf, I'd be like, oh, I have these comics. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. this is totally different for me. And I um, like most things about collecting comics. I think I like comics in a, as a whole, you know, just a, a, alongside the stories with them being what they are and... I like I like history. That's probably one of the few classes that I actually did very well at was like U.S. history and and, yeah. and stuff like that. Um, and this kind of falls into that kind of category as, as pieces bit. of history, you know, like mm-hmm. Action Comics number one, first appearance of Superman was like 1953 or something like that, you yeah. know, came out a long time ago. And for there to still be things of that floating around and preserved, I think that's super, super cool. You know, so, yeah, the story's in there. Do I really care about what's in that? No. Do I care about that being the first time that the world saw Superman? 
Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's that's definitely somewhere where you fall. You're like, mm-hmm. we'll go to the shop and we just be looking at different stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's kind of cool because like we get to see both of it then. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I'll be like, yo, this and this and this. They're talking about this and this storyline. This is this storyline. And you'll be like, this is the first time we saw this. I'm like, cool, but this story. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, or this art on the on the page, you know, uh, and I'm like, but but it's like that moment when you're talking to like your significant other and you're like really <laughs> into something. And that's how I feel sometimes. I'm like, yo, in this storyline they did XYZ and one, two, three, and you're like looking at this one comic, you're like not even paying attention. You're just like nodding. <laughs> yeah, just like the ignore she's texting. <laughs> yeah. You know, she's texting her friend like Dude, he is annoying me right now. Like, <laughs> can like, I come over? <laughs> you're just like looking at this first appearance or something, and it just completely. And then after you just like notice that I stopped reading or mm-hmm. talking, and you're like, "Yeah, look at what I have to talk about." Right. So that's another key word right there. Yeah, that you just hit was first appearance, and we're gonna be working into all of these. So yeah. let's let's get through some keywords. Let's. Let's start getting into it. Mm. So, let's, so what did we cover already? We covered LCS. It's local comic shop. A bag and board. Bags and boards. So, which we kind of covered, but it, it's mainly to, to protect and to keep your comics yeah. nice and crisp. Um, to store them properly. It's going to keep them straight up and down so they don't fold. You'll notice if you try, like the bag, the ones that we have up there that he's grabbing right now, um, they have the bags and boards on them. So when we do decide to lean them up, like that, they're not going to be bending yeah. in a certain way. If you did that without um, a bag and a board, it starts bending and it, it damages the book. It warps the book. It's going to need a press at least at that point, and that's if you didn't get any spine ticks in it, you know. And that's if you care about those things, you know. Dollar comics typically you're not going to care about. Um, a spine tick is like when you get that weird like crease mark in the in the spine. Yeah. Like if if you like dropped it and it like bent a little bit mm-hmm. he, he's already like upset that i'm like bending it this much you know yeah um uh but yeah so spine tick you can kind of see like a crease line going across from the spine so yeah. those are some things like he's always looking for them yeah there's different types of them as well right you know there's there's just a like a normal spine spine ticks or spine ticks but there's certain ones that you know we're going to get into kind of some grading keywords right yeah. here where you can get them cleaned and pressed. Mm-hmm. Pressing can take those out, but what they won't take out and won't replace is the ink. So right. if it's a color-breaking spine tick, you're going to see that white line through there, typically black books. Black books that are all black yeah. are so, so, so hard to keep in a 9.8, you know, I mean, books are rare 9.9 anyways. Yeah. But 9.8 condition, super, super hard because they're so easy to get those color breaks in. And once it breaks the color, you can still raise it up, but it's it's definitely not going to be a 9.8. Right. You know, you can have some wear on on the outside of the book. There is some leeway from because they have to open the book to see what's on the inside and they're mm-hmm. going to grade the inside as well when they're grading they're grading the front back covers the corners the edges and all the pages on the inside right they're, they're checking out this book you know as like a, a historical piece as i was kind of saying earlier um so they let a little bit of leeway go with there's there's a line that kind of happens from opening the book They'll let that slide a little bit. If you open the book too much, it's going to be very noticeable. Right. And 
And it's it, the basic rule is if it's any longer than the staple, and it has to be along the staple mark. If it protrudes that where the staple is, no go. Because that's common wear, that's wear from opening the book, that's wear that's not gonna degrade your comic. Mm -hmm. Which is kind of interesting to me. And that's, yeah. that's where all these different kind of grades, they get a little bit confusing and you're like, why did I send this book and this is in a great condition, but it says it's in fine in a 9.4 yeah or something like that you know and we're gonna get more into the nines and what makes a nine and uh you know all this stuff so you can you know if you get further in your comic collecting journey yep we're gonna cover a lot of that yeah this is the um, fun stuff yeah. <laughs> for me this is, this is what he's passionate about <laughs> yeah i love this kind of stuff um but a way that you can prevent some of this stuff from happening is putting it in a bag and board mm -hmm. you know putting it in a short box a long box which are cardboard boxes. We covered it a little bit, but they're just cardboard boxes that are designed to fit comics properly. You know what I mean? Yeah. A long, a long box is a longer short box. Mm -hmm. um, a short box will typically fit about 50 mm -hmm. or so okay. comics. Because I didn't know this number, and that's what I was curious about. Yeah, so a, a long box will, will sit anywhere from 50, depending on who's packing the box, you know, and all that kind of stuff. You could fit more, you could fit less. Right. I put typically a little bit less just so I have the room to scroll through my comics right. so I don't get those spine ticks and I'm not bending it. Because realistically, the bag and board is the bare minimum that you can do to, to store these comics in. You can get a top loader, as we were talking about mm -hmm. earlier, which is pretty much a bag and board in one, but it's even more heavy duty. If yeah, you it's drop like a plastic. That, yeah, if you drop that top loader, you're probably not going to damage the corner of the book. If you drop this in the bag and board... It might burst into flames. It, well, not that it's a good person to flames, but that the corner's going to be damaged. Uh, you, I think you, like, wince every time you notice, like, uh, you can feel, like, mm -hmm. when somebody in the world drops a comic, and you're like, oh. oh. <laughs> I feel like I do. Like, just oh, a little part of me It dies. happened again. Somebody somebody dropped a comic. It's somebody like, opened their comic book. It's like the leaf in Beauty and the Beast. That's <laughs> yeah. what it's reminding me of when, when the rose petal is falling off. Yeah. And he's, like, dying when that last rose petal. That's what, it, that's what happens to me. <laughs> every time somebody nicks a corner. But, uh... <laughs> Then we got like slabs too, which is like mm -hmm. the graded that we have slabs up here mm -hmm. with the bar across the top and a number. Which it does protect to a certain extent, yeah, it's, but it's, it's not like a it's not like an up armored magazine at that point. You know what I mean? You're yeah. Not, it's not battle ready. <laughs> yeah, it's never to be opened again. It's meant to preserve. That's part of that history right. with, with the slabs. That that is keeping that comic in that 9.8 condition. And unless it comes out of that slab or something terrible happens to that slab it will always be in that 9.8 condition and there are some exceptions to that which like we have on the list as well but that's mm -hmm. that's uh that's much more advanced than uh what a bag and board is it's a yeah it's a little deeper <laughs> yeah. in your collecting journey and, and yeah. knowing what a spine tick is and, yeah. and things of that nature and what to look out for and what to not do to your comics you know typically the way to, to grab these you're going to want to grab them from the outside Mm -hmm. uh, where, where you open the book because that spine tick is going to happen when that pressure happens between these two fingers right here. You know, you can kind of, I'm not doing it, but <laughs> you yeah, can see it's a comic, happening. yeah. You know, but that's what I'm saying is that like I'll typically... Throw, I'll throw this at like a Frisbee, bro. <laughs> I want, sometimes I just want to do stuff with comics just to see Javier's reaction. Oh, so you're going to give me a stroke, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but typically, you know, I was just handling it the complete opposite way, but I was also yeah. kind of holding it in the middle and, and paying attention to not damage the spine because that's what they're going to look for first. They're going to check the edges. They're going to check the corners. 
Um, and this is a way to prevent it. The trick, my trick to bags and boards are, you know, we're going to get into kind of golden age, silver age, and modern age comics here and talk about what that means here in a second. Um, and you'll kind of see where, where this falls in line. My trick to protecting it a little bit more is to put modern comics in silver age bags. Because silver age is a little bit bigger. Yes. Yeah. It's a little bit wider, a little bit longer. So it gives it that room. So if it does happen, you can see how up here there's a gap between this. Not that mm-hmm. this is a silver age book because it's still it's a it's definitely a modern age width, but the length of it, if it were to fall up here, it because it's not out this way, it could still damage it, but it's mainly gonna damage this board right here and it's gonna kind of protect the comic. So that's like my tip yeah. with it is to throw some stuff in, in Silver Age. Or if you want to go extreme, golden age, um, typically I think that scares me a little bit. It's almost too wide for yeah. Um, Silver Age is fine in Silver Age stuff because they're actually just still a little bit bigger. They don't kind of tighten up this much like modern age stuff. But um, golden age is, is almost too much room and too much play in that bag. It's almost bouncing around in that bag too much and you're almost going to cause damage. I want to I ask you this. Because I was curious and I didn't Google it yet. Is there a proper a proper way to like put a bag a comic in a bagging board? Like uh, I see a lot of like. Is the matter if the flap is on the bottom or the top? I wouldn't necessarily say so. Okay. Um, I do see a lot of people putting it on the bottom, which it, that bugs my OCD more than anything. Yeah, I, I, it's like, gonna I like it better on the top. But I was like. Is that like if there's moisture in it, the moisture drops down? I started getting mm-hmm. like super in my head about like, but if heat is trapped in there and the heat rises and it comes out the top of the vents and, the, and I was like, right, I'm overthinking all of this probably. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just like it this way, slide it in, wrap it around, tape it. It makes that much that much sense because like when I do get them and I don't replace them and I put them in my short box or my long box, um, whatever comic is in front of it or behind it. That flap is going up at that point. Oh yeah. So the next comic comes right down that and grips sense. it, and it rips my bag every time, and it dog ears it, and I end up having to replace that bag anyways. So All right. that that's my that's another quick tip right there. All right, we're about a half hour in, and we haven't made it through simple keywords yet. Okay. So I'm gonna do a quick fire. We're gonna finish right. these keywords. I'm gonna say a couple names. You give me a brief synopsis of what it is. All right. All right, so we got slabs as we we covered the slabs up here. That's what you get a graded. Yep. We'll talk about that a little bit graded more. Graded comic and the actual plastic. What is a variant? Simple. We're getting into variants a little bit more later. So what is your quick breakdown of what a variant is? Quick breakdown. You're going to have a main cover of any cover. Uh, any comic is going to always have a main cover. Do they always have variants? No, but they typically will have a cover B or a cover C. Right. Those are variants. Anything that is changing on that book that's not the original cover, sometimes they just get rid of uh, labels and make it a virgin variant. So that's another keyword right there. Um, anything that's changing on that main cover, basically. Pull list. I didn't even know what a pull list was before we started this channel. So tell these people what a pull list is real quick. Pull list is books that you want to pick up that's kind of coming. You can typically put books on a pull list that are coming out at your LCS. So every week we do a video of the books that are coming out that week, what we want to pick up, what we're excited about. That's yeah. what a pull list is. Pretty much it. Yeah. 
Uh, grail. This is one I didn't know until you, we put this list together. So it's a grail. A grail piece. It's like something that you've been hunting for for a long time. Typically, tends to be something that you had to save for for a long time or make the right deal, make the right trade. Um, a grail piece, you know, some, you know, a lot of people would love to have a, an Action Comics number one, but that's a million dollar book. So most people will not be able to get an Action Comics number one. And on top of that, it's from like the 50s. So it's super rare, super old. Spec book. What is a spec book? A book that you're kind of speculating on that you're thinking could jump in price. So typically it's uh, either it can be a new book or like if it's relating to a movie or typically it's it tends to be, we're going to get into keys here, but it tends to be more of a key. Yeah, I hear you talk about it all the time. Like, all right, uh, what uh, Wakanda, the Wakanda Forever just came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the spec you're specking all like the black panther books and you think they might jump or wakanda forever books or conquered just came out so that was like a spec um so keys keys is the next one keys any any major event there's there's a lot of stuff that kind of goes into that major events first appearances um the one that i like to use a lot is because it's a it's a hot key right now it's a it's a big book is is new mutants 98 and uh, that's the first appearance of Deadpool. And, oh, okay, yeah. And that's a key. That's the first time we saw Deadpool. It, not only that, it's a major key because he, it's also uh, his first cover, his first appearance, all, all of that in mm-hmm. one. So that's that's typically what a key is, any major event. So not typically an annual or just some random book in a storyline, something major that happened. Um, since a lot of this stuff goes into like cards, I just wanted to talk about like, uncut like getting a sheet of like pokemon cards that are mm-hmm. uncut like you can go one through 50 like the first original 150 uncut and you can put a big frame on that um holographic i feel like we all kind of know what holographic is but that's like a shiny back but you can mm-hmm. have full hollows um full arts you, you know foils stuff like that yeah in comics you know that's kind of where that relates holographics and foils yep. and holograms so there's just a couple like uh card keywords just to kind of finish that up just because you know you don't typically buy an uncut comic. You could buy like a print or, you know, stuff like that. I think or... you can, but they're very rare. And same thing as the cards yeah. that typically they tend to be very expensive. That could be a grail piece. Right. You know, if somebody, if you know that there's an uncut panel page somewhere that's floating around that somebody yeah. took from the studio, you know, the printing press and it's floating around and it got auctioned off, you know, that's, that could be a grail piece. That could be something that you really, really want. You know, I, I would love something like that. I think those are super cool. So you're on your comic book journey. You're starting your comic book collecting journey. We're going to get into some different books that you can be looking at because this confused me even before, even before I got into collecting, like even before I got into really reading, um, I'd be looking for like uh, the Umbrella Academy and I'd be like, okay, Mm -hmm. there's an issue here. There's a volume here, but here's like this big, thick book of it. Here's a big, big, like giant cover book of it. I'm like, so what is what? Like, do I have to buy one, two, and three and then get this one? That's, you know, so those are some things that confuse me. I kind of learned a little bit of this over time. And then, you know, some of this come from Gem Mint and some of this came from you and some of it came from Google. You know? yeah, so, there you go. Uh, so what's the trade paperback? Trade paperback is typically like a, a volume or a collection of a certain story arc. Um, they have like, I have the hiccups right now. I don't know if you saw me like <laughs> yeah. choking on it, <laughs> but um, 
if something's killing the children, they have volume one, two, three, and four right now, and that's they're probably going to put another one out because they're still releasing that. So those are typically certain story arcs um, that you can kind of collect. And trade paperback is is basically just telling you like that's the paperback of the first volume. Typically has about five to I think five twelve to issues. This says the the written description for it is this is most common kind of collected edition where you're usually collecting five to eight single issues. Something around is in a paperback format and can often be re- referred to as a trade. So this is huge. I didn't know because the trade is always thrown around. Oh, yeah. you can get that in a trade. You can that'll probably be a trade soon. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know what anybody is saying around me. Right. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, 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 it should be okay. Yeah, and and that kind of goes into them being trades versus single issues. Mm-hmm. You know, single issues are just this is a single issue. This is right. Fantastic Four, four or sixteen. Marvel Comics. And that's uh, yeah. unknowingly. That's pretty much how I collected I Hate Fairyland. I got four mm-hmm. the four trade paperbacks of that. Yeah, you know, because one has issues one through three, uh, two has issues four through six, so on and so forth. So that's so I didn't know what it was, but I had a bunch of them because that's usually until like we started. I started grabbing a lot of like comics that are coming out this week, so I can't. Obviously, the trades aren't available yet, but. Mm-hmm. Previously, that's how I would collect it. Yeah, typically once those those runs end, they end up releasing that trade paperback. Yeah, I'll grab like a grab like a ghost spider or a spider Gwen, mm-hmm. you know, and trade paperback. But mm-hmm. I didn't know it was called that, so that's right. super helpful. Uh, hardcover is basically just like a hardcover trade paperback. Yeah, that one. Yeah, exactly. That one I feel pretty self-explanatory. Typically, it get the fine line gets confusing here in a second. Yeah, where well, the the hardcover could have up to twelve issues, so mm-hmm. that's so it's like a trade paper. It's like a long trade paperback mm-hmm. with a hardcover on it, right? Um, then we get into omnibus, which that I didn't know what that was. I said that earlier. Mm-hmm. Jim Min taught me about omnibuses, and now I keep looking at them. Thanks, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, omnibuses. Very big books. Yes. Very thick books. They look so good on a shelf. Though. They really do. They really do. They look awesome. Um, something that I've definitely wanted to get into, mm-hmm. but I've I've always been a, a single issue kind of collector, yeah. and and I like having the single issues. But um, for reading purposes, I've definitely wanted to pick up omnibuses. Mm-hmm. So omnibuses are going to have the entire story arc. So um, you're talking King and Black. Yeah. You know we have issues one through five. That, that you, you're kind of breaking down right now. And that's the main story arc. But it also has a bunch of other story arcs kind of in, integrating in from other other comics. Right. So like Spider-Woman number seven is is a tie-in. Um, somehow those story arcs right, right. meet. All the Venoms and yeah. Yeah. So typically it's it's not only going to have all the those King and Black story arcs, but it's also going to have the surrounding issues and that story arc for those so you can kind of jump around and read them how you want to it's a little weird the way that marvel lays theirs out you kind of don't read the storyline in order you read like them by section so you read the king in black and then you'll read the spider woman and the venom and and stuff Mm -hmm. like that so you kind of have to jump around a little bit and then you kind of puzzle it together in your head but weird 
That's kind of the whole point. I need to get an omnibus, y'all. They're sweet. They're sweet <laughs> because they, they also include a lot of, like, the collectors really like this part because yeah. they, they will have all the variants that were released on it with the ratio numbers. And, and not, you know, it's not the single issue, so it's not the ratio, but you have that artwork and you can always look at that artwork. And it's really beautiful to, to yeah. look at some of those artworks. I need to get my hands so many on an omnibus. Artists. I have to get an omnibus. I don't know when I'm going to get an omnibus, but if I do, you're going to see it on a spotlight. <laughs> when, uh, Marvel hooks us up. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be sick but uh christmas is coming if, so if my wife is watching this <laughs> no i'm just kidding they're expensive they on the buses can be expensive yes so, you're typically um, looking 70 to 100 on the low end i uh i do the poor man's omnibus which is the trade paperback <laughs> no right. uh, i'd say hard, hard, hard covers would be uh probably the poor man's omnibus but mm-hmm. um i i like the trade paperbacks um, but it's also something that I'm not like super concerned about. Like I'll throw a trade paperback in a backpack and, mm-hmm. you know, go somewhere and read, um, where like, I probably wouldn't do that with an omnibus, you know, cause I need a separate bag for that. But, right. um, annuals, annuals is new for me as well. Mm-hmm. It's something I didn't know. And we got Nightwing annual coming up soon. So I want to de- definitely, you know, learn what that is and what it consists of. Mm-hmm. So, uh, an annual is an oversized special comic book that is released in an addition to a regular comic in that series. In addition to the regular comics. Okay. Yeah. So can you tell me more about an annual? Like, can you break that down into terms? Of- <laughs> I feel, I was going to say, I feel like that's, that's basically the, the main terms of an annual. It's going to come out once a year, pretty much. Um, it can be whatever kind of story arc is happening. It doesn't have to tie in. That's the key. Like it doesn't, so it doesn't always tie in, but it could tie in. It could. Okay. It could. It depends on who's writing. You know what I'm saying? It's just something um, that they push out every year. You know, mm-hmm. kind of more filler material yeah. than than anything super super interesting happening. But a lot of times, sometimes they'll that's where they'll they'll drop new villains. Okay. So sometimes somewhere in those annual lines, like. Uh, the Nightwing annual number six uh, from 2016. I don't mm-hmm. know, you know, yeah. I don't know what happened in that book, but <laughs> um, it'd be impressive if you just pull it out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this is what happened in this book. Yeah. But I don't know that book exactly. But for example, um, they'll drop new villains. Okay. And that's where they'll kind of test out new villains and stuff like that. So if a villain hits, we get a new villain from DC, then and it dropped into into an annual that turns that annual into a key. Oh, okay. So, so typically, um, when you're seeing annuals and stuff, they're not going to be something that is super super collectible. Every once in a while, you can have something, but it's it's typically something that is filler material for DC. They don't have or or Marvel. That's mm-hmm. that's typically what an annual is. Uh, one shot. Uh, so a one shot is. Just a story that you explained it to me a little yeah. bit. Okay. So a one shot is like a one off. It doesn't really apply to any other storyline. It doesn't have like an issue two coming out, right? Yeah. Not that it necessarily doesn't apply to another storyline, but it it it's a one one issue comic, a one shot. You're gonna like kind of when you play D and D, you play a one shot campaign. Means you do it in one night, right? Type of type of thing. You're gonna read this story in one book. That one book is that issue. So we've been talking a lot about the One Bad Day line that, that's been coming out. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's seven or so issues that are coming out, but those are one-shot comics. 
because it's going to uh, it's a one shot Riddler story. It's a one shot Mister Freeze story. It's a one shot Penguin story. Yeah. One shot Catwoman. So there's not going to be an issue two of one bad day. Right. You know, can they make an annual and tie it into something that happened in there? Because they're they're writing some origin stories. They're rewriting some origin stories with those. Sometimes the Killing Joke was a uh, is a major key that 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 is not only a one shot. It's a major key because that is the issue that the Joker shot Bar- Barbara Gordon, mm-hmm. uh, Batgirl, right. and paralyzed her. And that's when mm-hmm. he got her as, I'm going to mess up the name. I almost said Animus from uh, <laughs> Assassin's Creed. But his, you know, his AI, uh, essentially, he's, his, his, tech, his tech girl, you know, you'll, you'll see her in, um, I, I'm losing the name of yeah. her, but from the comics, but... I've. I've watched and read that one. I can't think of anything off the top of my head to help you. I'm sorry. Right. But, but that's a good example yeah. that kind yeah. of throws in a couple different different things here, and they have a couple different printings as well. Mm-hmm. You know, of those books because they reissue them. Um, so manga or manga, I, I hear it said both ways. I don't know what the official real you know pronunciation is, but I mean it's kind of like anime in mm-hmm. a book. So it's like. Uh, so, like, if you are into My Hero Academia, first of all, me too. And second of all, uh, if you buy, like, the books, uh, that's going to be the, the manga, the manga version of that. It's a Japanese-style comic book or graphic novel. A lot of times you'll actually read them backwards. So, like, this would be the front cover, uh, like, a comic and everything. But and in, like, manga or manga, a lot of them are, like, the back, for us, the back cover is the front cover. Mm-hmm. Then you have to, like flip backwards so it's kind of weird to get into um but the art knows is crazy maybe we'll hop in and make a video or something on like how to read manga or something yeah like yeah cool. we could definitely mm-hmm. um it, i've noticed that you know some of some of them are more like americanized americanized is that a word but uh so like you do just read it like front to back just like a normal mm-hmm. like, like a normal comic or i think uh, they graphic make their- novel but I think they make their special printings for us, so we can do that. Probably they, hundred percent. But they are full of awesome artwork, mm-hmm. crazy stuff. Like, if you ever ever watched an anime, just imagine that just laid out in front of you in beautiful artwork. It's mm-hmm. it's super dope. Um, but in, so now we, you kind of learned about issues, some keywords. You made it to your LCS, and you decided you're going to pick up single issues. There's a couple more things to look at. We've talked about it a little bit. So what's a variant? Variant, like like we said, we talked about it a little bit, is uh, a different version. It's the same issue, but a different cover. Right. That was so confusing for me when I mm-hmm. when I would, before this, like before we kind of got into it, I'd be like, this, this says it's the same comic. There's seven different covers. Is these, like, is this a different storyline? Is this a different thing? Is yeah. this like, well, I'm so confused. I'm just not going to buy any of them. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that, those are my some of my favorite things yeah. about comics. Is the well, I love it now. Like it's so cool to me yeah. now. There's a like, bunch of different types of variants. Yeah, um, and that, that those go into some basically variant key issue or uh, keywords mm-hmm. is what we can kind of start going over here. We got like a trade dress. Yeah, trade dress is basically um, you can think about it like a, a branding or some kind of like copyright thing, like trademarking. Um, 
typically the cover is is drawn by the artist and then it's very uniformed so so the logo is marvel's logo mm-hmm. like the gambit logo is always going to be the gambit logo they have their trade dressing of that and if an artist wants to draw their own logo and cover for it you know mm-hmm. they can do that and and typically that would be cover a or something like that but then they'll do the trade dress edition which gets rid of their you know drawn artwork yeah, or yeah for some of this stuff and then it puts like the marvel logo and and the pricing and like the the standard mm-hmm. what 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 you what you'll see for some of this stuff i'm definitely gonna have to put some of this stuff on the screen you know what i mean like mm-hmm. what it's like i'm not gonna expect you to just like look at this <laughs> like right. this is a trade dress it's not a trade dress so it, it's it's not but it's almost but we'll, um, we'll put it on the screen. Yeah. The the uh, especially if it's in a bag and board, the glare you it's it's really hard to see some of this stuff. So we'll definitely show you some stuff on screen. Um, a virgin variant, virgin variant gets rid of that logo. Yeah. So that's kind of the same thing uh, applied. It's basically changing things with the titles, the logos, the pricings. Uh, virgin variants are just going to have absolutely nothing on it. Just that, the artwork. Yeah. Just the artwork. It's going to have no pricing, no name. You know, that's where things get a little bit confusing because people are like, what is this comic? Yeah. You know, they don't know. I mean, typically it's found inside the book. You can check the back cover. It might say it on the back cover or something like that. But the variant covers are, are very different, especially with virgins. Yeah, that that was uh, threw me for a loop with this King and Black slab up here. Mm-hmm. Um, ratio variants. Ratios. So when you order these comics... Um, Typically, from like these comic shops, we'll have to put in so many orders of, of X amount of books. So, in order to be able to get one of a one in twenty five ratio variant, to be able to to be able to purchase one as an LCS, you have to order twenty five copies mm. of the main cover, right? Twenty five copies of that book. So that opens you up to getting into those ratio variants, which make them a little bit more rare depending on... Because typically, the higher the count of the ratio, the less uh, printings of them there are. Right. You know, because not every comic is going to go and, and be able to order 300 comic books to be able to get, you know, 300 issue number one because... You know, that's, that's that's a lot of books. Yeah, then you just have to move them or you have to sit with them or, yeah. you know, just to get that one. Just to be able to get three copies of yeah. the 1 to 100 ratio. So not every comic shop is going to be able to do that. Some of these comic shops won't even be able to get 50. Right. You know, and get the 1 in 50 ratios. So that's where they get the 1 in 25 ratios. And that's how the rarity and those variants kind of change. And they typically will have their own artwork or a 1 in 25 virgin variant will, will pop up or 1 in 100 virgin variant and... X amount of those are printed. Yeah, you know? yeah. It sucks because a lot of them are really cool, but mm-hmm. I can't. Like, some shops will, like, let you pay for all of the, the books. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you can pay. Like, if you want a 1 in 25 variant, you can buy 25 of that so they can get one. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, but you also mm-hmm. have to pay the price that they want for that book. Right, yeah. That book is, is more expensive for them, and it's also more expensive for you. Right. So it... You know, it's it's hard to get a hold of a lot of It's them. a game. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a whole thing. You can check it out on whatnot. Whatnot <laughs> is the place to get that those yeah, things. Yeah. Honestly, that's that's the best place to get them. It's collectors. 
that buy them in bulk, get a good deal on them. You know, I, I have a lot of virgin variants and stuff like that. I just, I, I like that stuff. Yeah. So I, I typically have a lot on, on ice for the PC, you know. for um, PC, what's PC? PC, personal collection. Yeah. Another keyword right there. I, I kind of piece it together over time, but the first, however many times you said BC, I'm like, yep, that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I totally didn't know what you were talking about. You're like, com his computer? <laughs> He's giving comics like, to his computer? this dude just saying stuff now. Yeah. I'm um, just totally XYZ, dude. <laughs> uh, link in the description to get $10 credit on whatnot. Mm -hmm. on our, uh, if you use our, our link, you can also stop by our our, uh, our shows, our streams, and you know see what we, we got selling. See what we got going on. Uh, we're talking about getting some more stuff in, getting some more stuff going, getting some more shows running. So, uh, you know, after the new year, we're getting close to the end of the year. After the new year, we want to really hit the ground running with a lot of stuff. So we, we're talking. We're talking. Mm -hmm. uh, new stand. What's a new stand? A new stand. So it, it's another variant, pretty much. Um, typically, it, it has to do with the barcode. The barcode is kind of like a, a little bit different, and that's how you can tell. It's, it's mainly older comics and Silver Age and Golden Age comics that um, were put on newsstands mm -hmm. back in the day when you would see all those books and, and everything on, on the streets of New York right. and things like that. So those were specifically sent out to newsstands. And the, the thing that makes it rare is because the, the, the barcode is different from direct editions. Um, those were very hard to keep. In good condition. Right. So if you have a 9.8 newsstand, that means that was in the wind, in the cold. Yeah, it right. could have rained on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a big deal. UPC variant. Kind of kind of the same thing. UPC variant. But my favorite version of the UPC variant is the DC uh, Universe UPC variant. Because those kind of came in um, these, back in the 90s, Walmart and Toys R Us would sell collections of like, five or seven comics um, and make it a collector's edition and randomly they literally had no algorithm to it and that's what makes it different they didn't know what they were doing they weren't purposely trying to make these collectible but they put DC Universe randomly on some of these books which made it a variant right because I the barcode is about not that. in there yeah. but you had to buy it in a brick you know in, in a pack of five and you don't know what's in it it was brandy collector's edition and typically anything that was brandy collector's edition isn't a collector's edition right this yeah. is like the one exception really like because they had no algorithm to it and sometimes you would get first appearances and major keys with a different upc variant that's and, crazy yeah and that could you know they don't know how many they printed mm -hmm. and that's a big deal uh, let's talk about age real quick. So you're collecting mm -hmm. and you're getting a little bit more into it and you're looking for specific specific books now at this mm -hmm. point. So what, what ages are we talking about? We're talking Golden Age, 1938 to 1956. Silver Age, 1970 to 1985. Modern Age is kind of loosely 1985 to present day now because we're mm -hmm. going to get into like Copper and Bronze Age. Now, I'm not familiar with Copper and Bronze Age as much as the other ones. Can you kind of break that down? Yeah. So, from my, I'm not all that familiar with mm -hmm. it as well. I well, think it's like a newer thing, to, right? Yeah, with Copper Age. Like, grand scheme of things newer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the Bronze Age is kind of, I, I don't know if they're trying to fill the gap. It's pretty much, most people will consider it the Silver Age, or they'll call it the Bronze Age. Um so, yeah, like you said, that's kind of happening from 1970 to 1985. That's like the Silver Age of comics. 
Um, and that's when the sizes kind of changed yeah, and, and the way that they printed them. Mm-hmm. You know, Golden Age and Silver Age, they kept a little bit more in mind with the Silver Age as far as keeping that book. Mm-hmm. But Golden Age was definitely not meant to keep. Yeah, made the read and throw away pretty much. Printed on very crappy paper, mm-hmm. stuff that's going to rub off, stuff that's going to rip up. And, and never meant to be preserved. So that's why things get so rare and so high priced because these books have been destroyed. And, yeah. you know, when they're still intact, even with a cover ripped like off. If you find something from 1940 in a 9.8 condition, you know, that, that would be unheard of. You know what Exactly. I mean? That's what I'm saying. It's, yeah. a, it's, it's impossible. And if there is one, it's a, a bajillion dollars, <laughs> you know, and... Because it, it, it's the only one. So coming yeah. off of uh, like the ages, the, the 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 golden ages, the silver ages, we also have things like reprints and anniversary issues. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where people can get confused, especially as like a new. I said earlier, if you're like you watch a new Avengers movie, mm-hmm. you fall in love with Iron Man, you go to a random store and they're like, "This is the first print of Iron Man. This is the first appearance of Iron Man." Yeah, you and pick you it get up. excited. Yeah, yeah, you pick it up thinking it's something really cool. I mean, it is cool. It's cool for you. Yeah. I'm not taking that away from anybody, but it might not be exactly what you think it is. Oh, yeah. So let's break down, like, original pressings. Let's talk about anniversary issues, reprints, stuff like that. Yeah, so reprints, and uh, they're not original pressings. Not right. first editions, not first prints, not second prints. None of that kind of stuff. That's where second print is... Now, obviously not a first print, but mm-hmm. they purposely change the covers on second prints and third prints very slightly. They'll change um, like the color of the logo mm-hmm. that they put on it. And that's how certain things you'll be able to tell. Or they'll change like the lapel on somebody's jacket. And that's how you're able to tell yeah. the third print. And they do that intentionally. They know what they're doing, especially when you get into Silver Age and stuff like that. But like another, a good example of that. Is this one right here? I've been kind of keeping off screen. I mentioned it earlier. Was the New Mutants '98? This is not. Believe me, I would not have this book in my hand without <laughs> something on it, and I would not have it raw in my hand right now. I'm surprised you do, anyways. I, oh, it, it just hasn't made it to <laughs> yeah. the back and board yet. Yeah, I haven't opened. I mean, no, I lied. I opened it, but th- that's what's cool about this. I paid three dollars and ninety nine cents. Four dollars. For the first appearance of Deadpool. Yeah. Whoa, dude. Isn't that crazy? You know, this is a reissue. Right. This is a reprinting. This is brand new. Came off the print a couple weeks ago. Right. Brand freaking new. People, you know, look out for the logos up here. Look at this says $3.99. This was a dollar comic back in the day. I I believe it says it either says 90 something cents or a dollar. Right. On the first prints. That's, you know, but this is the original cover. It also has this crazy UPC right here. Mm -hmm. You know, things that weren't like that. Right. Um, So there has unfortunately been some people out there that get all excited and get on Reddit and get on eBay and list their book thinking they got a steal because this was the last one on the shelf and they still kept it at three bucks and they think it's a thousand dollar comic because the first print is in a 9.8 condition. It has to be slabbed. You know, first print is a lot of money. This mm-hmm. is a big book. This is cool that I have it. And that's the point of these reissues. 
I've wanted this book. I'm sure that I mean this is the first appearance of Deadpool. You know what I'm saying? This yeah. is the first time that you've seen Deadpool. This is to the T. You open this book up, and there look at that. That's old news. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. is old advertisements. So this is opening up a piece of history yeah. that you can open up. Right. You know what I'm saying? This isn't gonna degrade this. I mean, I can. I can yeah. go ahead and rip it, but what am I gonna lose? Four dollars. You know what I'm I mean, saying? You didn't lose four dollars. You can still read it. That's what you know. You're paying four dollars to read a comic these days. Yeah, that's what it is. Unless, yeah, you know, there's some other ways you can read comics and stuff. But, but this is exactly to the T. The New Mutants '98, pretty much the same thing. Certain things have to change on it, and obviously they put the mm-hmm. UPC on there. They threw the different price up. So yes, it's the same book, but the the reissues you you have to be very careful, especially when buying certain comics and and these are just things to mainly look out for and tips and you're collecting because you know we've heard some horror stories from our friends that work at comic shops yeah and stuff like that to where people come in trying to sell their book and oh yeah they're like i have the first appearance yeah yeah you do it's a re it's a reprint it's a reissue it's an anniversary yeah you know um, and sadly that's a superman right now you know yeah there's there's reprints it's anniversary issues all over the place but you know it's not the original Mm mm-hmm in 30 years, it'll be cool. Yeah. Because then the 50th year anniversary right. will be out and things of that nature. But So in this podcast, we've kind of got you from like basic keywords, seeing a comic and wondering what it is and, uh, you know, getting you all the way to like, what is this book that I'm holding? What is this cover that I'm holding? Mm-hmm. What is this that, you know, how do I store it? Things like that. We've talked a little bit about grading. We didn't get super in-depth on grading, but we can also do a video. If anybody's interested, let us know. Mm-hmm. Um, I Drop mean, that comment. We definitely, we definitely want to get more in-depth with a lot of this stuff over time. So I can go off on a four-hour podcast. Yeah. We had a much longer list. Yes. <laughs> we had a much longer list of stuff that we wanted to get into. But you kind of got into... We basically took you from, okay, I want to buy comics, to what do I do with this comic now? You yes. know what I mean? And now we kind of is is this a is this a comic that I just kind of throw mm-hmm. or is this a comic that I put in a bag in a board in a box? Is this a comic that I might get slabbed? Is this a comic that I send into grading? Um, and also just what to look out for when you're buying a little right exactly with so, these reprints. Like if you're going to like a flea, there's comics everywhere like flea markets and mm-hmm. uh, like uh, thrift stores. You know you can find them everywhere. And if they're selling you a first issue, a first appearance of Deadpool, yeah, and they have this exact same one, yeah. um, and they're selling it for a couple hundred bucks, yeah. you know exactly what to look for and try not to get duped. Yeah. I mean, um, it's very possible that it could say a dollar right here, and it could be the first print, and it says $5 on, on the bag. Yeah. Because they do not know what they have. Right, exactly. Very possible. You definitely want to find rare. those deals. Yep. Not the other way around where mm-hmm. they have this book marked for 500 bucks. Yep. You know what I mean? If Because you can go out and you can find you can see really it. cool stuff for a dollar, 50 cents at mm-hmm. like a garage show. Because oh, yeah. They, they had them when they were kids and they stopped reading comics. They don't even know what it is anymore. Mm-hmm. And they, they're just like, I need to get rid of this. Somebody else might like it. Yeah. You know, so there is, there is a lot of other stuff to get into, but... You know, getting to the point where you're ready to send something out for grading is kind of where we're at right now. And that's a little bit further down the line for a lot of people, um, especially somebody who's just buying their first comic today. You know what I yeah. mean? 
So, uh, I mean, I think that was super, super informational. Yeah, educational. educational. <laughs> informational, educational. Drop a comment and like, you know. There it is. On our <laughs> channel. Yeah, <laughs> he's I'm rapping done. now. I'm done. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> the mic drop. Uh, but. but yeah, this was super fun. Like, I definitely learned some stuff from this. And it's just, it's kind of like talks like this over time where like you kind of get to where you're getting you know what i mean it this is where you're like okay i just saw something the other day what is this you Mm -hmm. know and you're like oh yeah it's this and this and this Mm -hmm. you know stuff like that it's a lot to take in it's a lot to go over oh yeah but i guess we're kind of goofy (laughs) thinking we could go over what we thought we could in an hour but you know, I'd rather have too much information than not enough. Yeah, sit, in that, sit in that 35 minutes and be like, well, there it is. Right. Have a good day. We might start a co- comic collecting 101 series. You we know, could. And then we yeah. can start convention etiquette. We can start a, things like that. What's going on with my hair 101 right. series? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. If you are here till the end, we appreciate you. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And we do have... These coming out every week on Wednesday. We have it everywhere. You listen to podcasts. We are still working on Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, but everywhere else that's available to us has been accepted. Um, Yeah, that's it. I think that's it, guys. Check out the merch. Go to w.gg and drop that promo code Collective Comics. We got whatnot. We talked about a little bit earlier. Get free $10. Buy yourself yourself a comic and, and get it for free. You know? Get your reprints. Believe me, I tell you, I tell you, this is a reprint. I'm not going <laughs> to, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. So, um, But yeah, until next week, this has been Collective Comics.